In 1993, KYUK produced Tales of the Tundra. This was the bilingual television special featuring Yupik storytellers sharing tales of fantastic creatures, terrifying ghosts, and mischievous little people. This is the tundra of southwest Alaska. Vast, remote, awesome in its power and timelessness. To the Yupik Eskimo, who call this dark, frozen land home, it is a place of wonder, mystery, and magic. The secrets of the land are explored and understood through an oral history kept alive by the Eskimo storyteller. Cecilia Marks is a full-blood Chupik Eskimo. She grew up in the small, isolated island village of Chivak near the Bering Sea coast. Today, a respected assistant professor of cross-cultural education at the Kuskokwim campus of the University of Alaska Fairbanks. She remembers personal incidents of her youth and the traditional stories of her people. There's one story that we experienced as a bunch of us little girls. We were told when we were growing up that um, little people, there's different um, sets of little people. In my area, we have or something like that. There's three sets. And what these little people do is, uh, one of the things they do is foretell events that are going to happen in the future. Danny Nikarai was born in Guikluk in 1912. The Eskimos called Hart Lake Kazawik. As a girl, she remembers that lots of people went to spring camp near Kazawik, but her father would never take her because the lake had a reputation of being bad. People were told never to cross the lake in a skin boat because something bad lived in the water. Many years ago, people were watching a herd of caribou swim across the end of the lake. Suddenly, the head caribou a huge animal started dropping below the surface of the water, then reappearing, then finally disappearing for good. Years for 50 years, K-Y-U-K, in your ears for 50 years.
Fifty Years. Chmai, and welcome back to In Your Ears for Fifty Years. I'm Gabby Salgado. If you are just joining us for the first time, welcome. This summer, KYUK is celebrating fifty years on the air. We created this podcast to share the stories of the people and history of KYUK. If you've been following along the last three weeks, you know that KYUK is the longest-running, native-owned, bilingual radio station in the country, and we are here to celebrate its history. Before we move into the topic for the day, I would like to encourage everyone to rate, review, and subscribe to this show and every other show produced by KYUK on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and NPR One. You can also donate to KYUK by visiting our website or calling 907-543-3131. This week, we are looking at one of the guiding pillars of KYUK, bilingual broadcasting. Central Yupik and Chupik are the prevalent native languages within the Yukon-Kuskokwim Delta region, but Alaska is home to about two dozen native languages that go back thousands of years. These Alaska native languages hold knowledge, history, and a unique way of viewing life and the world around us. Over the years, each language has been challenged by colonial English-only practices, causing devastating impacts to their prevalence and retention. We sat down with Dauchuk Cecilia Martz, a Chupik translator and former professor at the Kuskokwim campus of the University of Alaska Fairbanks. She tells us about what it was like having Yupik language on TV and why being bilingual is important. We also hear from Joseph Trimnick, a former news reporter for KYUK, who reminisces on his time at the station and touches on why it was important that KYUK continue to broadcast in both English and Yuktun. Finally, you will hear from current Yupik culture producer, Julia Jimmy, who reflects on her time at KYUK and looks towards the future of bilingual broadcasting. Okay, my name is um, Patrick Martz, and I've been listening to KYUK uh, for many, many years, living when I was living in Bethel. I'm originally from Chivak, Chivak. And uh, I used to watch and listen to KYUK when it was both a TV and radio station. And um, I really enjoyed the Yupik parts of the uh, KYUK. The news, the Yuk-to-Yuk, all those. And then when my husband started working there, I used to volunteer. different things over to KYUK whenever they had questions and things like that. In the early 70s, we used to watch um, the TV when, when KYUK had a TV station also. We used to watch the game shows that were uh, in English and also in Yupik. <laughs> Mani Chuklikacha Gauluni Yuchtun Apiutnik Nasunrich the Serluten Gitak Juanihua Kakkenak. And we used to watch um, 
you pick news when uh, Atmak and Aina used to broadcast. Kwaka, we are not able to make the KY came from Chitin Tashimiritmi, December 31, New Year to Matakoni. And Trim and other people. One of the things that I used to really enjoy were um, listening to the UPIC news. Because at that time, there were a number of UPIC news just working on news. And then there were others that were working just on uh, distracting or just working on Apkansi, the game show, or, you know. So there were quite a few, quite a few UPIC people working there. The early times when, um, I guess, when we were rich from the oil. And then over the years, it seems to me it got less and less. The TV was no longer a part of KYUK, just the radio station became um, just no more TV and just the radio station. And um, I used to just listen to the Yupik uh, news. Anything that was in Yupik, I knew what time it was and I listened to it. So, and then over the later years, when uh, uh, it got less and less so. So most of the time it was birthdays and um, Yupik news and Yuk to Yuk. Um, and if, if I knew there was going to be a, an interview from UPIC people, I would listen to that. KYUK continues to be a joint license, operating both radio and television, and providing free programming on both platforms, although things have changed. Today, KYUK partners with fellow Alaska public media outlets to broadcast four unique digital television channels. We partner with Alaska Public Media in Anchorage to deliver PBS, one of America's most trusted brands and institutions, on Channel 15.1. Viewers can find the Alaska Rural Connection Service, more commonly known as ARCS, on Channel 15.2. On KYUK's Channel 15.3, you'll find KTOO's 360TV, formerly known as 360 North. It's the most widely distributed television channel in Alaska, providing a wide variety of Alaskan programming, including public affairs, documentaries, and Alaska Native interest shows. It's also the home of Gavel Alaska, providing viewers with extensive coverage of Alaska legislature and government. And we air our own AM radio signal accompanied by important and timely announcements on Channel 15.4. Although things like technology, funding, and resources have changed, KYUK's commitment to providing culturally relevant news, information, and entertainment remains unwavering. First of all, uh, when a person is a bilingual person, their mind is uh, sharper and um, they use a bigger part of their brain. So that's one, one good thing about being a bilingual person. So... If KYUK is important to be a bilingual per station to um, bring news to the people, bring emergencies or whatever needs to be heard by the public to the to the villages, um, 
listen to what is going on in different places. There are a lot of uh, older Yupik or Yupik speakers that um, really tune into their language when their language is being heard in the in the radio. And then the younger people, if they hear their their language, even though they don't speak it and they understand it, their understanding can expand. And maybe eventually that that can lead them to maybe speaking their speaking their language. Here is this week's Yupik word of the week. The bumblebee is buzzing as it flies. Vachtak bumblebee, vachtak bumblebee, vachtak. Kralunak waf, kralunak waf, kralunak. Kwavarok, a waf has big teeth. Kralunak waf, kralunak waf. Thank you for participating with KYUK's Yupik Word of the Week. Each year, KYUK's Multimedia Department works with local elementary schools from throughout the region to create our Yupik Word of the Week series. Each week, listeners learn a new word from a new student, and each word is accompanied by the student's very own animation that you can find on KYUK's Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube channel. Although not quite as early as elementary school, Trim Nick joined KYUK in his youth and continues to contribute and support the station as a community advisory board member. My name is Yuchtun Anguksoch. Uh, Trim Nick, people know me as Trim. My given name is Joseph. Um, I'm originally from Nunapachuk. I've been involved with KYUK um, since my teens, um, both as a DJ and then as a reporter, part-time through high school for UPIC, and then over the years on different occasions as a, as actually a full-time reporter, uh, both for English um, uh, and UPIC news. I think bilingual broadcasting is very, very important, especially um, our when I mentioned news for English and Yupik audiences before um, and my work through the years in the YK Delta, I know that we have, we have 14,000 Yupik people in the region. Um, um, many of them spit and Yupik being the, the strongest Alaska native language still to survive to this day and to be spoken as a first language, um, as a, language of communication among people. Um, uh, it was for older folks, uh, the news format, UPIC news form, news was a format they listened to. And they, I know uh, it being radio, being broadcast throughout the region with translators, um, villages, villagers uh, or residents of our communities in the region um, tune into the 
KYUK at news time. And um, for a good big number of them, it's the UPIC news that they listen to. So I think it's very important that um, uh, language and the um, quality uh, reporting be given to them because they, 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 uh, that's the language they listen, listen and understand in. And, um, and, and the way we listen to news today, it's, it's, it's a translation into you pick up the English version. Um, I think uh, we need to step back and move back to where um, we're producing, writing, and doing things for the UPIC audience. And I, I think that'll bring strength into um, Cecilia uh, mentioned, not liking the word preservation earlier, but uh, unfortunately at this time when English is starting to be spoken um, by our younger people uh, and children in villages throughout the region, it's uh, it's turned into that where we where we have to um, work on preserving the language. Alaskan native languages are predicted to be extinct or dormant by the end of this century. The Alaskan Native Language Preservation and Advisory Council was created in May of 2012 and their mission is to advocate for the survival and revitalization of the Alaska Native Languages. In 2018, the Council warned then-Governor Bill Walker that Alaska Native Languages were in a linguistic emergency. But Trim is right. The Yupik and Chupik languages continue to have the highest number of proficient speakers of any native language in Alaska. And it's up to all of us not to preserve, but continue to celebrate and try to better understand them. Waka kuyane laga kata kalo kanum tisimni unna makchao yakpiki winakul makchipsukup kiutmi. Chiumuk pingai ritmi ukan kaskukim health corporation nak nausuik kan shuk. Julia Jimmy has been working at KYUK since 2007, when she came on to be a fill-in translator for Yupik News. Today, she is the Yupik culture producer, focusing on creating quality Yuktun content for all aspects of KYUK. I'm Julia Jimmy Amokan. I translate English into Yupik news announcements. That's it, I guess. <laughs> With budget cuts constantly hitting public media, resources have been limited. Despite this, KYUK continues to air Yuktun content every day. On average, KYUK produces around two hours of Yupik content daily. However, this doesn't take into account our call-in shows. Every Monday and Thursday, KYUK airs Yupik call-in shows, Yuktiyuk on Mondays and Kevakluku on Thursdays. Each show runs for about an hour and a half. Right now, Mondays and Thursdays, we have hour and a half long Yupik talk shows. On Monday, we have over four hours of Yupik alone on Mondays. On Tuesdays, 
Wednesdays and Fridays. It's the Yupik news, so it's about an hour worth of Yupik on the air. Sometimes on Wednesdays, for Wellness Wednesday, there's more Yupik on the air, but for I think on a regular day, there's about two hours of Yupik on the air. Julia grew up listening to the radio and watching KYUK TV. Hearing Yuktun on the air and watching people speak it on TV normalized being Yupik for her. It would have been easy to be overwhelmed by English, but KYUK showed that being Yupik was allowed and important. When, when I was growing up, hearing Yupik, seeing Yupik on TV, hearing Yupik on the radio, seeing Yupik news, I saw Atmak, John Active, Peter Twitchell, Peter Rachak. I saw other people. What was her name? There was a Alalak. I forget her Kasatu name. They went by their Yupik names. And there was a Adaf Lewis from Quick. There were other people. There was Ubayak from Napakiak, Charlie Charlie from Tundutuliak. Seeing Yupik on TV, I didn't think much of it growing up. It was just seeing them speak Yupik on the radio, on TV. I think it normalized being Yupik. We weren't Yupik just in our home. We saw Yupik on TV. We spoke Yupik at school. We heard Yupik on the radio. We heard the same songs we heard at church. We heard them on Sunday on the radio. And we heard the stories we heard from my parents, from my aunt. We heard them on the radio. I think it normalized being Yupik, speaking Yupik. And I think it made being Yupik okay. You know, sometimes we encounter uh, prejudice. I've encountered that many times. And those situations, they try to make us feel ashamed or they try to make us hide being Yupik. But seeing Yupik on TV and hearing it on the radio, being taught Yupik at school, I think that all normalized being Yupik, speaking Yupik. And I think that's why having Yupik all around us has helped the Yupik language to survive when all other languages are dying or their speakers have drastically reduced. But 
right here in this year, 2021, there's still kids growing up, being born. You pick as their first language. I think all those things, hearing you pick on the radio, speaking you pick at school, and being in this room keeps me thinking of K300 last winter, listening to K300 being reported in UPIC. Has normalized UPIC. So you, I think that's why UPIC is still thriving. It's, I've noticed changes. Some words aren't used anymore, but Yupik is still here. We're still Yupik. I'm still allowed to be Yupik. I can be Yupik on the radio. So I think. <laughs> I guess that's what helps. KYUK has helped with. For myself, if I didn't have this job, I think well, I grew up in my house. My parents didn't speak any English. They understood very little. And when, whenever I spoke to my kids, Kasadun, English, my mom would say, Yuchtun, Inupik. And she'd say, English is everywhere. It's, it's on TV. It's in books. It's on the radio. It's in those DVDs over there in the videos. It's in your music. You're going to speak English. Your kids are going to learn English. There's no way around it. But you're the only person who's going to teach them to speak Yupik. And so that's what was enforced in my home. And then we moved to Bethel. And all my kids' friends spoke Kassadun. And it seemed like my kids were the only ones speaking Yupik. And Julia has done exactly what her parents taught her. Not just at home, but on the radio too. Today you can hear not only Julia speaking Yutun on the air, but also her daughter Iris. KYUK plays a role in my life. If I didn't work here, I probably wouldn't be enforcing you pick at home. Sometimes I think, okay, I need to Enforce you pick at home because that's what my mom did with me. And sometimes I'll hear, like sometimes I get a phone call or someone will call into a talk show and say thank you to KYUK for allowing us to speak you pick in, for sharing these what would be lost or we wouldn't have any other means of sharing. 
So, KYUK plays an important role in preserving the Yupik language, in making the Yupik language heard, sort of like normalizing Yupik, hearing Yupik on the radio, being spoken by different voices. I think that's important for kids, for Yupiks to still be heard on the radio. Radio waves operate best with open air. They typically don't like having to travel through things like mountains. For years, geographic constraints and technology have hindered KYUK signal from reaching certain parts of the region. But in 2020, KYUK was awarded grant funding by the Alaska Communities Foundation to launch low-power FM repeater stations in select villages throughout the region. A decades-long dream finally coming to fruition simply because we never gave up. By the end of 2020, eight new villages could not only receive the KYUK broadcast, but now they can also go live locally with their own news and announcements in their own language. With these repeater stations, Julia sees endless possibilities for collaborating with villages and community members to deliver new programming and work together to get more native language speakers on the air. Right now, we have a couple of talk shows and we have the Yupik News and we translate specials we do like the fish talk and talking about caribou and the um, YKC meetings. In the future, I would want to see those waves of wisdom elder interviews on TV. And basketball broadcasting from villages in Yupik. They have, they have Coast League, they have Mid-Coast League. We can broadcast in Yupik in, from those villages. They can now hear us. They couldn't hear us and that was what was holding us back. Didn't they just do the state tournament? Didn't they broadcast they that did in it. Chupik? Yes, they did it in Chupik. And we can do more with these repeaters. We have more people listening to us. We can do more. And with our new automation system, we can have hosts from villages. With the pandemic, we've learned we can do a lot more. Our hosts don't have to be here. Our big hosts have been hosting from their homes over the phone. We can do that. We can have shows from villages over the phone, we big speaking villages. Maybe one day we can broadcast a Sunday gospel from a church in a village. Maybe one day we can broadcast a Yuyaka class from a classroom in a village. I was I want to do live things or recorded things like that with 
what the technology has brought us. In this region, Southwest Alaska region, there is still a bunch of people whose first language is Yupik. Some of them don't speak any English at all. They don't understand English. That's number one, why it's important. Number two, it's been passed down from our ancestors like uh, you'll hear a lot of people say, I heard this from my mom or I heard this from my grandma. Our ancestors say the language, the Yupik language, Yuchtun, is what the Yupik people have. It's what we've always had. It's how we teach our children how to live, how to survive, how to prepare food, how to hunt, how to raise their children how to become grandparents, how to be an elder. It's how everything is passed down, and they teach that a person who has love in their heart, that's the person who's going to teach, who's going to make the effort to speak to other people. A person who has love because speaking, teaching is not easy. It takes an effort. You have to prepare. You have to know your what you're talking about. So they say, a person who has love in their heart, that's the person who talks, speaks in Yupik, who teaches how to be Yupik, how to survive to our next generation because that's the only way Ayupik person will survive. And they say if we try to do it any way else, it's not going to work. It has to be in Yupik. It's what we have. The Ayupik language was never written down. It's been passed down. And because a person who loves is the person to teach, a person who loves is the person who talks. What, what do we hear? What do we teach? Is the truth. And time and again, that's been proven. A person's social and cultural identity are undeniably and powerfully linked to the language they use. This is also true for KYUK and bilingual broadcasting will always be at the heart of our station. I guess I can say I'm thankful for my job, KYUK, where they care about, they, they want me to be Yupik, they want me to speak Yupik, they want more Yupik <laughs> in our programming. And I think that's a big blessing for me, for having been brought up the way I was. Yupik speaking, very important. Being Yupik, very important. And it, the, this job I have here, it promotes that. Speaking Yupik and being Yupik is promoted here. Yeah.
This episode of In Your Ears for 50 Years was hosted by Gabby Salgado. The Yuktoon version of this episode was hosted by Julia Jimmy. Producers for In Your Ears for 50 Years are Kristen Hall, Johanna Yurk, and Gabby Salgado. Our theme music was performed by Bethy Whalen, Lisa Whalen, and Andy Angsman of the band Blue Whalen. Join us next week when we sit down with Rhonda McBride, Rich Trotto, and Adolph Lewis to talk about what it was like hosting live TV news at KYUK.